and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. All right, you guys, I'm so excited to be recording this episode for you. But first, I think we have a little catching up to do. I believe that this is my first episode I have recorded since switching the podcast back to the fully free name. So surprise, (laughs) it was kind of a last minute decision. It was kind of not. It was one of those things that I had really been feeling. And every time I thought about it, I just laughed because I thought that is so funny. That is so embarrassing. (laughs) That's totally something I would do is go back to an old name. So I know a lot of you have been here since the podcast was called fully free and then it changed to normalizing millions. Now it's back to fully free. I should probably do a whole episode on why, but to put it very shortly, I just feel like as much as I thought the name Normalizing Millions would be so perfect and help you see that you can be normal and you can make millions and you can be imperfect and make millions and that millions can become normal in your life no matter who you are, it felt like it actually put me more into a box that I didn't want to be in. And I don't want the number, I don't, I don't want that number of millions to intimidate people or make people not feel good enough. And something that I'm seeing a lot right now is a whole lot of shame around money. And it is so important to me because I see it with all of my clients. I know how important it is to not be feeling the shame, to do whatever I can to help remove that from people. And that's not the only reason, but that's I have my own personal reasons. It resonates with me more, um, but that's kind of my big reason why. And fully free just really encompasses it without like, the the, it, the way I've always said fully free is there's three types of freedom. There's financial freedom, there's time freedom, and there's emotional freedom. And I want to talk about all of those things on the podcast, and I always have, but I really want to keep talking about that concept and I want you to see that. And I also want you to see that there's not a certain amount of money that actually gives you freedom. There's not a certain amount of time that actually gives you freedom. It's all unique to you. The second thing you might've missed is I'm pregnant. If you missed that, your jaw might've just dropped to the floor. Um, But yeah, we're expecting baby number three in literally a couple of months. So surprise, um, if you missed my confession series on Instagram, you would know all of this. You would have known about the podcast name change. You would have known about the pregnancy weeks ago. So let this be proof that you really should be following me on Instagram. It is worth your while. <laughs> um, seriously though, at underscore 
the Taylor Lee. Follow me on Instagram. I've announced all of these things there. I did a five day confession series where I shared a lot of really, a lot of things that felt very vulnerable and uncomfortable for me to share about the industry and about my business. Um, and even about my life that I've kind of kept private the last like three to six months, um, that have really just been like bubbling up and wanting to be shared. So it's really juicy. Um, and I encourage everyone to do a confession series, by the way, whether you saw mine or not, I think everybody should do a series like this because it really was so freeing. Speaking of fully free, um, it really was so freeing. And I also am seeing this with a lot of my clients where they have, they're feeling this need to go deeper with their content. They're starting to really feel like the typical things that they talk about are not, they, they, they're feeling like it's surface level. They're feeling like it doesn't even really matter. And there's so many deeper things they're wanting to say, but they don't feel super connected to what their messaging is. It doesn't feel like it's really going to help them sell. It doesn't really feel like the right marketing thing to do. And I really just want to encourage you that when you have something on your heart to say, especially when it's been there for months, freaking say it. It is so freeing. I'm so glad I did that series. If you didn't see it, you really should go back to my Instagram. You'll be able to find it pretty simply. I think the first post is from the beginning of April and it's a photo. It's one of those photos of me at my desk, like the white desk and the, um, you'll see like the white curtains in the background and I'm in a white outfit, a white blazer. So it's, it's kind of easy to find. You shouldn't have to scroll back too far. And I really do think it's worth your while to check out. Okay. Anyway, super long intro. Let's dive in to what I really wanted to talk about today, which are 11 lessons from my 27th year. So my birthday is May 18th and I will be turning 28. I am so excited. Um, and I'm a Taurus. I, I know people love, like, I love it in my programs when people start sharing their astrology and their human design. I feel like everyone just like starts connecting. They're like, oh my God, I'm that too. I'm that too. My sister's that, my brother's that, my dad's that. Like, I just love it. So if you don't know, I'm a Taurus. I'm a Capricorn moon. I'm a Scorpio rising. I'm a projector in human design, emotional authority four six. If you don't know what any of that means, don't even worry about it. If you do now, you basically know everything you'd ever need to know about me. <laughs> That's how I feel about these things. So, um, if you are any of the same things as me, I'd love to hear DM me on Instagram. So my birthday is coming up. And so I've done some reflecting on the lessons that I've learned from the past year and there were 11 really big ones that I wanted to share with you guys. So the first one is your identity will shift. And this is another thing that I talked about in my confession series earlier this month um, or earlier in April, but your identity will shift. And so as I'm turning 28, I've been an adult for a decade. Wow. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Like there's a lot of things from my early twenties, which was when I was like starting to want to get married, starting to want to have babies, like just starting to build this business in the early years of this business. And there were a lot of things about my identity that I really, really believed and that were accurate then, um, that have really changed now. Like the things that I want are different. The amount of time I want to be working on my business is different. The kind of mom I want to be is different. The kind of wife I want to be is different. The kind of life I want to live is different. Like I feel like from 20, like really 18, 19 years old, 20 years old to 28, I feel like I 
am a completely different human. I mean, I feel like a completely different human from a few years ago. And a big thing that has happened recently, which is related to the podcast name change, is not resonating so much to normalizing millions, millionaire mom, those, those words and terms and, um, names will still be around, but they aren't resonating with me as much in terms of what they meant when I came up with the names. So what I'm really doing behind the scenes is I'm reevaluating what those words mean to me because I made them such a big part of my identity and it's never the word, right? It's, it's what it means to you. So I'm reevaluating what they mean to me. I'm redefining them, but I never expected that they would change. Like I thought that, especially when I came up with millionaire mom, like I thought that was that, you know, at least for a very, very long time to come. And I only came up with that like name. Um, I'm a big believer in identity work, right? So when I wanted to become the millionaire mom, I did a bunch of identity work on who I was identifying as then and who I was becoming. And I gave her a name. This was only a couple years ago. And I did have my first million dollar year and I did build a million dollar net worth and I did buy the million dollar house and I did do all these big things and I did have the babies and all the things, but it's just changed so much to me what really matters. And that came as a huge shock. Um, And I feel like I'm just like redefining my whole identity right now. And I think that that's so healthy and normal to do whenever you need to do it. But honestly, I mean, of course your identity is going to change by the decade, but even, even more so if if you're always growing and you're in personal development, your, your personality is probably going to be changing by every couple of years, every couple of months sometimes. So don't be afraid to leave behind old identities and step into new ones, especially when, I've done a lot of identity work the last 10 years and it was easy though, because I felt like I was leaving behind these identities that really didn't serve me. I felt like I was leaving behind these identities that felt like they were holding me back. And now I feel like I'm leaving behind an identity that really served me and really catapulted me and really created a lot of growth in my life. And I don't know what the next identity has in store. And so I really do think that that's why it's a lot more uncomfortable this time than it's been in the past. Um, And with this has come a lot of redirection with um, how I operate in motherhood, how I operate in my home, how I operate in my relationship, how I operate in my business. And so it's just come with a lot of reevaluation. I know a lot of people are going through this right now. Like I swear it's just in the stars, Um, but that's been a big lesson for me this year. Number two, Alignment does not mean effortless. Alignment does not mean that everything is going to go smoothly, perfectly, no problems. I feel like um, a lot of these lessons feel like they solidified this year, but they really have been like being experienced (laughs) the past few years. And I feel like the past few years, I've really followed my alignment. I've taken risks. I've made big moves. I've, I've trusted my desires and a lot of stuff got really rocky and scary and uncomfortable and felt like it felt like there was a lot of things that I messed up and that, um, did not go as planned. Like I felt like that with like almost everything. It felt like I was making these moves and then like life would get harder and things would get rockier. And like, there were a lot of times where I really questioned, did I make the right decision? Or am I going to be one of those people who like hit, you know, makes it to the top and then loses it all? Like I've really had that fear the past couple of years. And 
what I've come to realize now is I feel like I'm getting to the other side of it. And there's a lot more work to be done (laughs) to be very transparent with you is that doesn't mean things weren't in alignment. That means things were getting into alignment. And I feel like when you declare this next level for yourself and these big moves and these big changes, the universe is going to give you all the challenges that you need. What we perceive as all these bad things and proof that things are going wrong. The universe is going to give you those things so that you can clean up what you need to clean up to be who you need to be. And now I can look back and I'm really grateful for all of that. But in the moment, I felt really scared that I had made the wrong decision. Number three, growth is not always up and up. (laughs) So in 2021, I had my first million dollar year. So in March of 2021, I crossed my first million in 12 months. And then the calendar year of 2021 was a $1.1 million year. And then the calendar year of 2022 was an 850K year. And I know that when you hear that, depending on where you're at in business and financially, you'll be like, who cares? That's still freaking incredible. And it is. And I know that. But I felt really bad about it because honestly, when you look at the numbers, it's like that's hundreds of thousands of dollars less. Like that is actually a a big dip. Like that's a lot less money. Um, granted it's still a lot of money, but everything is like relative, right? It depends on who you're talking to. There's some people who are like, I could not live off of 850 K (laughs) like, or even a million, right? Like it's all relative. And there's some people who are like, that would be life changing. I'd retire for the rest of my life. Like it's all relative. My point is my growth that year, which was just last year was not up and up. Like we think it should be on some, on some graph, right? In reality, if you looked at that on a graph, I had a couple years that were up and up because I had a 350, a 350K year, a 750K year, a $1.1 million year, and then an 850K year. It would look like a big dip on a chart. And I felt really bad about that. And I felt really embarrassed about that. And I did share it, but I still, I felt like I shared it. And then I was like, but let's look at all the other amazing things I did. And those are valid, right? Like I literally had a baby that year. I literally breastfed for 10 months that year. I did so much that year. And still though, it felt like I wasn't sharing that from this like truth of like, I'm so proud of myself. I felt like I was sharing that from like a validation stance of like, but don't think I'm a failure because here's proof that I'm not. And it's like, I'm not. And I didn't, I don't need to have a baby or breastfeed or whatever to prove that. I don't need any, like, I just should, I should be able to celebrate 850K period. I should be able to celebrate the baby period. I should be able to celebrate the internal growth period. And that's something I want to step into, you know, for the rest of my life is celebrating everything, even if it's not up and up on a chart. I just, I want to celebrate with you guys every month, even if it's a 20K month, a 50K month, a 100K month, 850K year, 500K year, a million dollar year. I want to celebrate everything just like it's all neutral. I, if I want, it's all neutral is the fact. And if I want to throw a positive spin on it, if I want to add positivity to it, if I want to make it like better than neutral, then I get to. And so I'm going to choose to do that from now on with everything. Number four, perspective is everything. Do you see how these lessons like really work together? Um, not long ago, I was on a walk as always. Honestly, I need to start walking again. I've been really slacking. We need a life update though, to, to, to tell you like all the things. Um, but I was on a walk at the end of last year 
and I was sending a voice note to my best friend and it was a big perspective shift for me where I was like, you know what, what I'm going through right now is either going to be this like traumatic experience that I have to like work through for years to come because I let it be that, or it's going to be a really radical period of growth. Whereas before I sent that message and I had that perspective shift, I kept thinking like everything's going away. Everything sucks. I, I, I messed up. I made a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. And then I started, I just had the perspective shift. Like I can choose what I make of this. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know how every single piece of this is going to work out, but I get to choose what I'm going to make of it. And I'm going to make it be for my good. And I'm going to make it be for my growth. And it all really, really was because it all really, really is. And so perspective shift is everything. Things don't mean anything. All they mean is what you make them mean. Every situation you're going through, you are putting the meaning behind. It's us as humans that decide that that type of thing is bad, right? It's us as humans that decide that a revenue dip in your business is bad. It's us as humans that decide that a period of your relationship that might be more rocky is bad. It's it's us as humans that decide that this thing that your kid does is bad. This thing that you do as a parent is bad. Like we get to decide the perspective, Um because there's a lot of really good things happening in all of our lives right now that are actually really good and are for our growth that we are just, we are saying are bad, but really they're for our good. And we're just not seeing that. So that was huge. Um, number five, you really have made it in life when nothing could actually make you happier. And 27 really was that year for me where I really stopped putting value on so many materialistic things. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with materialistic things or spending your money on those, but 27, 27 was the year where I was like, none of this is actually making me happier. Like none of it. Like the things don't make me happier, but not in a way that I wasn't happy in a way where I was like, what makes me happy is time with my kids. What makes me happy is my clients feeling really, really supported. What makes me happy is I mean, there are some things that I feel like add, add value to my life, like my home and, and like the pool and the environment and the farm and all these things that we're doing. But there was other things that I was spending a lot of money on, putting a lot of pressure on myself to maintain and um, just prioritizing that really didn't add value to my life, like really expensive clothing, really expensive bags, the, the luxury car, all those things I realized like truly did not add any ounce of happiness to my life. And that might be different for you. That's okay. Um, but they didn't even things like keeping up with like hair trends and making my hair look a certain way. And like, whatever I was like, all this does is like annoy me, take up a bunch of time, make me feel like I'm trying to look like everyone else. And I'm just like done with it. Right. So that was really powerful. And it was really freeing to feel like what I really care about is my family and being good with me and being good with my spirituality and being good just with earth, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, and being good with my clients and like, that's it. That's all I really care about, you know? Um, and it's, it was really freeing too, to realize that like, there's a lot of stuff that I was even spending money on. Like I said, that I don't care about because, it gave me the permission to not. And so more money for us, more money for me in my pocket um, and to invest and to put in places that I really do care about. Okay, number 
six is your relationship with yourself. Your relationship with your intuition is more important than your relationship with literally anyone, anything else. And I think that as much as we know that we tend to put it at the bottom of our list. So I was putting me and my intuition so far down on my list and everyone else, including coaches, mentors, what other people thought of me who literally don't even matter, clients, my, my husband, my kids, my friends, like my extended family, like all above me. And this was the year that I got much, much closer with me. And it wasn't like everything fixed itself from that place. Like it's not... I'm not saying I like turned into a psychic overnight and knew the answer to everything and everything clicked into place in a day. Like, no. In fact, it really led me to feeling even more confused for a long time because there was a lot of like trusting myself that needed to be healed. And there was a lot of ways that I wasn't listening to myself that there was just like a lot of conversations with myself to be had. There was a lot of truth to be explored. And it was game changing and I'm still going through that process. But what I can really tell you is that I value that relationship more than any other relationship now. And I value that relationship more than I ever have now. Um, Number seven, let yourself feel stupid. There are so many of us right now. And I know for a lot of you, this is going to resonate with business. For me, this resonates with business right now, believe it or not, but it resonates with literally everything in my life as we're starting like a lot of new endeavors, like the farm and the renovations and real estate and all these other things and investing like into the market and stuff where I feel like an absolute complete idiot. I have no clue what I'm doing. And I felt like that was a sign that I was doing the wrong things and putting myself in the wrong rooms. And I looked stupid and I was probably like making all these mistakes and it made me even feel like a bad person. And I, I didn't feel that in my business in the beginning because a lot of the things I was doing in my business in the beginning came really natural to me. So it wasn't until recently that I really felt that feeling and was like, oh, I get it. Like I get how a lot of women in this industry feel. They feel like I suck at marketing. I suck at content. I suck at business. I suck at money. And they start to feel like bad people over it. They start to feel like they can't trust themselves over it. And I'm here to tell you, put yourself in the rooms where you feel stupid. Put yourself in situations where you're asking questions that make you so nervous the person is going to think you are a complete idiot. Ask the questions. Put yourself in the room. It has been so powerful for me to do that. And I've learned so much this year about so many things. And I feel like I've really become someone who has so many interests and passions and hobbies outside of her business. And that has been really, really fulfilling and freeing. Okay. Number eight, communication. I have learned this year. I feel like I learned this lesson the first year that I had became a mom when I had Ruby how important communication is and asking for what you need. And then I feel like I just relearned it again the past year and the difference that just being honest and communicating makes in any kind of relationship and how important it is that you have people in your life who are willing to communicate with you and how game-changing setting that standard as well with people in your life is because not a lot of people want to communicate and not a lot of people are great at communicating. And I'm, I mean, now I feel like I am really great at communicating, but it's not something that I was always great at. And so it was something that I had to force myself to get better at and then require those around me to also 
get better at, or at least be open to and game changing for being on the same page with people in your life, feeling like you're actually supported, feeling like you're actually being heard and seen. And so many of the like little issues that really add up in different types of relationships in your life can be solved with just better communication and being on the same team and the same page and knowing that you want to support each other, but you must be able to ask for what you need, communicate your feelings, all of that. Number nine, when what you want changes, it doesn't mean that you're failing. So like I mentioned with the identity piece, and I feel like I've just sprinkled it throughout this episode, a lot of what I want and what I care about has really, really changed. And this, sometimes the next level you're going through, going for isn't necessarily more money. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it's many things. And sometimes the more money is a piece of it. And then there's other pieces that are honestly a lot more important. And that's perfect. And there was a part of me that started to feel like maybe I was just getting disconnected from money and I wasn't as ambitious as I used to be and I was losing who I was and I made feeling like what I wanted changing meant that I was failing, meant that I was falling behind, meant that I was losing something, losing my spark, losing who I was instead of realizing that literally all that actually matters is what I want and being connected to what I want. Your desires are divine. Wanting millions is not divine. (laughs) Wanting a certain amount of money is not divine. Like needing to want a specific thing, ego, not divine. Your desires, if your desires are millions, if your desires are anything, that's the divine piece. You have to be, again, back to the piece of the relationship you have with yourself is so important. The relationship you have with yourself is so important. The understanding of what you really want and that you really want it and why and like actually wanting it and not wanting it because other people have it or they say you'll be happier when you have it or needing to prove yourself or feel better about your decisions. No. Let yourself want what you want. What's going to fulfill you? What's going to make you feel like you made the most out of your life? Game changer. And stop making that changing and evolving mean that you're failing because all the it changing and evolving actually means is that you're changing and evolving. Number 10, um, the journey and the evolution is literally the best part of life if you let it be. And I think so many of us in business and in life, we just want to get there. We just want to feel like I know my business model. I know my offers. I know my strategy. It all works. And I never have to think about it again. What I've learned being in business for eight years and being successful in business is it is so normal that every year or two you go through an evolution where you want to burn everything to the ground, you rethink everything, and maybe you do burn it all to the ground, maybe you don't. It's usually not as extreme outside looking in as it feels when you're the one going through it, but that's what it feels like, and it's normal. It's a part of being an entrepreneur. It's a part of being an innovator. It's a part of being a growth-oriented human is that you are constantly going to be evolving and you are going to be on a lifelong journey. There is actually really nowhere you're getting. There's desires that you'll, you'll accomplish, goals that you'll accomplish along the way. There's lessons you'll learn along the way. There's objects and things that you'll obtain But you're not really going anywhere except living your life and being on this journey. And that's the whole point. And when we can stop obsessing about the feeling that finally making it and finally being there is going to give us, 
it's so much better because this journey is meant to be enjoyed. The evolution is meant to be enjoyed. It's growth. It literally is actual growth. It is so much more a measurement of growth than money could ever be or any other milestone, award, or whatever you could be chasing, followers, engagement, whatever. Being someone who can just enjoy the journey, who can lean into the evolution, so good. Last but not least, um, (laughs) we're usually the ones in our own way. When we think that it is the economy, it is the industry, it is our following, it is our partner, it is this person, that person, this thing, that thing, this situation, we are usually the one in our own way. It's not anyone else. It's not anything else. It's literally you. And when we can accept that, it's not about being hard on yourself or being down on yourself and thinking that you suck because you're always in your own way. What if you just accepted like, I am always in my own way because I'm the only one who can be in my own way. And that's something I'm going to get used to. And I'm going to get used to accepting and I'm going to get used to moving through and I'm going to continually get out of my own way more and more and more so I can allow in everything that I want. Like you get, it's the freedom of getting to leave this like victim mentality and be able to accept in everything that you desire. But as long as you're going to keep living, blaming other people and things and circumstances for not having what you want, the longer you're going to stay stuck there. And I feel silly with some of these lessons, especially the last one, because it's like, I've learned this one so many times. So maybe that's the bonus lesson is like, and you're going to keep learning the same lessons over and over and over in different ways and at different levels and in different situations. That way they really become embodied and they really become wisdom, right? Like one of the coolest parts about, about getting older is you become wise. You have true wisdom. Wisdom isn't knowledge. Wisdom isn't something that you can learn from a textbook or from someone else. Wisdom is something that you learn through experience, through the journey, through allowing your identity to shift, through allowing what you want to shift, through learning all these things and truly getting to embody them. So as silly as it sounds to say some of these, because I'm like, I've learned these before. I should be past this. That's just shame. That's just being hard on ourselves. That's just being in our own way. And that is why I get to keep learning these lessons over and over and over and allow them to become more embodied and a more part of my everyday way of being. And so if you hear some of these lessons that you've already learned before, let the reminder, just let the lesson sink in deeper. And what a great year. What a crazy year. What a messy year 27 was. It was one for the books and I'm really excited for what the next year has in store. And I hope that you guys like these types of episodes because I always like listening to these. I always like listening. Like, I feel like these let you in so much on like who someone is and what they're going through and what they stand for and all the things. So anyway, you guys, I will leave you with that and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.